It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Mahoney. Do you have your member ID card? Yep, I have it right here in the FEP Blue app. See? Great. It's awesome. The app can also help me find a provider and keep tabs on my deductibles. Okay, can I... Oh, yeah, and my out-of-pocket spending and visit limits, and I can call the nurse line. I'm really glad it does all that, but I only need to see your member ID card. Oh, that's it? Why didn't you say so? Fearless is just one tap away. With the new FEP Blue app from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you can access your health benefits on the go. Download it now at fepblue.org slash app. Hey there, welcome to the latest edition of Locked on Rams. I am Travis Rogers, the host of the Rams postgame show on ESPN LA. We're going to get into all things Los Angeles Rams here on Locked on Rams. A um, couple of things here. You can follow me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. You can follow all of the Locked on shows at Locked on, the letter P, at Locked on P. And, of course, go to Locked on all of your favorite teams, both in the NBA and the NFL, to get all the podcasts that are covering your favorite teams. The NFL season started last night in Carolina, or I should say in Denver with Carolina against the Broncos. And I think there was a lot of information in that game last night that is going to be very relevant to what we need to see from the Rams if they're going to have a successful season. So I want to get into that coming up very, very quickly. I also want to talk about Cam Newton getting knocked around in the head last night and the hypocrisy of the NFL when it comes to calling hits on quarterbacks, head hits, especially with regards to Cam Newton, and then heading into Monday night. What are we going to be looking for? Some of the keys and some of the more important players, or in this case, coaches, that I'm going to be focusing on heading into Monday night and then coming out of Monday night, of course, as well. And then your tailgate tip of the day. So we've got all of that coming up, and we'll start with what we saw last night in Denver. What did Denver do last night? What what was their formula for success when it came to playing against the Carolina Panthers, who, by the way, are a good team. I think one of the better teams in the NFC, and I don't think anybody would be shocked to see them back in the Super Bowl again this year. What did Denver do last night with a, not a rookie quarterback, but as green of a quarterback as you're going to find, and they won? What was their formula? Their formula was to have their quarterback make throws that he was capable of making, minimize mistakes, not eliminate them because it's impossible to eliminate quarterback mistakes when the guy's inexperienced, and Trevor Simeon made some mistakes last night through a couple of interceptions, but run the ball, make a big play once in a while, and play lights-out crazy defense. And they did that last night against the Carolina Panthers, which are a really good team, and it worked. This is what the Rams are going to have to do. You can almost just substitute one guy from the Denver Broncos directly to the Rams, and this is their formula to success. Instead of having Vaughn Miller dominate defensively, you're going to have to have Aaron Donald do it. Instead of having a ground game with the variety of guys that the the, the Broncos are going to throw out at you, the Rams are going to have to do it with Todd Gurley. And the biggest comparison is they're going to have a quarterback that is somewhere between inexperienced to as green as you're going to get in Jared Goff. And this is the formula. The The, the rub is, the, the, the trick is, is are the Rams going to be able to score enough? The Broncos scored 21 points last night. That's not very many in the NFL. If you're in the low 20s, those games could go either way. The Rams are going to struggle to get to those low 20s. This is, this is the entire season 
right there. How how many points is going to be enough? Because even if the Rams defense is as good as advertised and is able to be as good as we've hoped it's going to be for the last several years, they're still going to give up 20 points a game, give or take. 14 for sure, 17 more often than not, and oftentimes 20. So can they get above that 21 threshold the way that the Broncos did last night? And I think the answer is probably yes. I still think this is an incredibly important thing to point out that we haven't seen yet from the Rams. We haven't seen all of their pieces together at the same time. We haven't seen Keenum behind the number one line with Todd Gurley, with Tavon Austin as part of the offense, with Kenny Britt as part of the offense, with Tyler Higbee and Farrell Cooper and all these other pieces that they've added to it all going out there trying to move the ball. We've seen little pieces of it here and there, but none of it all at the same time. Is that going to be good enough to get them into the end zone three times or get them in a couple of times with a couple of field goals tacked onto it? It was good. Look, did you watch that game last night? The Broncos' offense is about as rudimentary as you're going to find, and it was enough. Now, the Denver defense is better than the Rams' defense, at least at this point. But can they? didn't that formula feel right? Didn't it feel like something that you would be hopeful for doesn't it feel like something that is replicable? I, I think that it is. Maybe not at that level, but that's what, look, the Rams aren't going to beat you 35 to 30. It, it's, it's not going to happen. They're going to have to win games 17 to 14, 20 to 17, these sort of points. And can Case Keenum do that? Is Case Keenum capable of putting 20 points on the board every Sunday? And we're about to find out. And and, and maybe, maybe. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Now, the problem is, is if they're getting 14, 17 points a game and they're losing, then you're going to go into Jared Goff and all of a sudden the, the the goal changes slightly. Now you're more running out the clock. Running out the clock's the wrong phrase. You are starting the clock to see what it is you have with him. That's going to be interesting. But watching Trevor Simeon last night, I, I kind of changed – where I was, where it was, oh, man, so we're going to have to get very, very lucky. You're going to have to have Todd Gurley go absolutely bananas considering the quarterback situation that the Rams find themselves in right now to, you know what, if the Rams' defense is as good as advertised and Case Keenum can play as well as Trevor Simeon, okay, a couple of interceptions but a couple of plays along the way and made more or less the right decision most of the time and, quite frankly, the way that Gary Kubiak and, and his staff ran that game was give him plays that he can make. It wasn't particularly complex. It was pretty basic, and it was enough. And again, they beat a good team. They didn't go beat the Cleveland Browns 21-20. to They beat the Panthers. Panthers defending conference champs, a preseason Super Bowl favorite. That is the formula that I think the Rams have to very, very – they need to try and copy that as closely as possible. Because anything else simply isn't going to work. They just don't have the horsepower. They just don't have the horsepower. One quick aside, and it was funny because this ties back to Keenum and the Rams as well. Cam Newton took a helmet-to-helmet shot. He took a shot in his ear hole from the the crown of another player's helmet who was running at full speed. Now, there were 30-some-odd seconds left in the game. The Panthers were on the move. They were driving to try and, and, and win the game, kick a, a, get a look at a game-winning field goal, which they eventually got and missed. But Cam Newton got smashed, smashed. And as a Rams fan, what's the first thing you thought of? Was Case Keenum last year near the end of the line when he got slammed on the ground? And you could tell just by the look in his eyes, he didn't know which way was up. He didn't know what was going on out there. 
And the NFL said, well, we need, you know, we need to have a system in place that allows players or allows teams or allows physicians to stop the game and remove a player who appears to be concussed. The Case Keenum rule, basically. You're telling me that you don't think Cam Newton was concussed on that shot. That Cam Newton hadn't been hit. And like, I, I get it. Cam Newton is six foot six, two hundred and fifty pounds, and could be a tight end or a defensive end or pretty much any position on the field that he wants to be. That he's the biggest guy out there. But you can't tell me that that guy didn't take a blow that looked like he had a concussion at that point. And and here's the rub. I look. I get it. I get that you're not going to take Cam Newton out with 30 seconds left in the game with them driving to go and try and score the winning points of the game. I don't want Derek Anderson in there any more than anybody else at that point. I want to watch the best guys do it, and Cam Newton's the best guy. But I, I guess what I'm asking is, can we just stop this this stupidity and the charade that player safety is paramount? Because if player safety was paramount, you stop the game right there. You get Cam Newton off the field, and you have a neurologist flash that little light in his eyes and make sure that he knows that it's Thursday night and that he's not Batman in Gotham City. That, that, that Stop it. Look, it's football. Guys get smoked. Guys get hit. Sometimes it's dirty. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes it's potentially life-threatening, but it's football. And I'm not hoping anybody gets hurt, but this idea this, well, we got to find a way to do this, and we got to find a way to do that. Get out of here. Get out of here. No. It, it's just, it's not going to work like that. It's just, it, it's not going to work like that. And it was evidence last night that even if one of your star players gets concussed on national television in front of the world, they're not stopping a game. No, no neurologist is ringing a bell and saying, um, I think, uh, I think Mr. Newton might be concussed. I think it's time for a neurological evaluation. Get out of here with that. It's not going to happen. So let's stop pretending that it's going to happen. All right. If they don't do it there, they're not going to do it anywhere. And they did. All right, now it's a good time to remind you that you want to check out Locked On Fantasy with Vinny Iyer. Get your lineup set for this weekend. Make sure you go let Vinny help you with that. Locked On Fantasy, of course, all things NFL. Matt Williamson, Locked On the NFL. And for the NBA people out there as well, Locked On Lakers with Anthony and Harrison. Go check that out. Also, very happy to let you all know about FanDuel, who has signed up with Locked On Rams as well. You know what FanDuel is at this point. It's the opening week of the NFL regular season, and that means that FanDuel is back. It's fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests starting every single week, which means that if you have your guy go down, for instance, if you drafted Tony Romo, it doesn't mean that your season is over. You've got a chance to change it every single week. Pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score in real time and there's a whole bunch of different contests that you can sign up for. There are beginner contests for new players only, so you don't need to worry about getting in over your head. You can make sure that you're going up against other new guys. You can go head-to-head with a friend in a head-to-head contest or the ones I like the best, the 50-50 contest where the top half are going to win you some cash. So go check it out. You can play in the larger tournaments too for even more excitement and more money, and you can even win huge in the Sunday Million Dollar League set at $2 million this week. You can play for a dollar. There are choices for all of your different budgets. Go check it out right now. Go look at it right now. Go to FanDuel.com and sign up. L-O-Rams. Click sign up 
L-O-R-A-M-S is your promo code, Locked On Rams. And when you do that, you're going to get up to $50 in free entries. New users who deposit will get five free entries to NFL 50-50 Beginner Contest valued at up to $50. You're going to get one free entry a week for five weeks. The value of your free entries varies based on that depositive amount. Don't forget the promo code. That helps me, which means I can continue to do this podcast. L-O-R-A-M-S. Go do that. All right, so coming back to some other things that we're going to be looking forward to in the Monday night game, some matchups and some players. I think that coming into this, the biggest, and it's not particularly insightful, this is pretty obvious at this point, but Case Keenum is the big one. What's he going to look like? Is he going to look like a competent NFL quarterback who is good enough to do the job, to let Todd Gurley do his thing, to let that defense do his thing, or is he going to look like Case Keenum? Is he going to look like the Case Keenum we saw in Houston or Case Keenum who can look overwhelmed at times? Or is he going to look like the guy we saw in the preseason who was competent, who was steady, who was pretty good, quite frankly? I think that's the biggest question coming into Monday night is how good is Case Keenum going to be? That's number one. Number two for me is Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin is an interesting player. He had 10 touchdowns last year. He had five receiving, he had four rushing, and he had one in the return game. Ten touchdowns is nice. Tavon Austin is a nice player. But him getting paid the way that he's getting paid, I'm going to need some Deshaun Jackson out of him. I'm going to need a guy that every time they break the huddle, that defense is looking around saying, where is he? How, how are we going to stop this guy? That I want other defensive coordinators to be game planning for Tavon Austin the way that guys game planned for Deshaun Jackson, a guy who every single time he touches that ball, you're worried that something crazy is going to happen. It's time for that to start to take place in the career of Tavon Austin. So put those first two things together. Case Keenum and Tavon Austin brings me to item number three, and that's Rob Boris, the offensive coordinator. I'm aware that they are not the most offensively dynamic team in the league, that this is not the Patriots or the Cowboys or the New Orleans Saints who are going to be putting up a ton of points. I, I, I get it, okay? That being said, we're going to have to see a lot more than we saw in the preseason. I'm going to have to see some sort of design, some sort of um, play calling that allows guys like Tavon Austin to get the ball in space, to have an opportunity to make some big plays, because what we saw during the preseason is so remarkably vanilla. I get it. They don't have guys that can stretch the field. They don't have a quarterback that can make every throw in the field, which is why I need to see what Rob Boris does here very early in the season, because he's going to have to draw some things up to give guys some opportunities to make some plays, because the Rams don't have guys that can just go do it based on their athletic ability. It's just not there. There's not a Des Bryant on this team there's no Julio Jones where you just say you just run I'll chuck it up and we'll make some things happen so they're going to have to do it by design which I think puts a great deal of pressure on Rob Boris next I think is Aaron Donald Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in football not named J.J. Watt and maybe Vaughn Miller he's that good but he's going to have to play like it. He's going to have to get to the quarterback. He's going to have to take the ball away. He's going to have to get his team off the field on third down. These are the sorts of things that Aaron Donald has done but needs to continue to do and just continue to develop in that role of the best defensive tackle in the entire league and the the difference-making guy in the league behind Watt and Miller. And then lastly, who the heck is going to stand up and be that second wide receiver? If Kenny Austin is your number one, if Tavon Austin is your slot guy, who is that guy that's going to be next? Is it Farrell Cooper? Is it Brian Quick, who's had all the opportunities in the world to do it and hasn't been able to get it done yet? 
or is it somebody else? Maybe it's Tyler Higby in, in, in more of a tight end role, but you're going to have to find somebody that gives you another option that's not just Tavon Austin, and, and Kenny Britt is what he is. He's a veteran wide receiver who's not going to scare anybody coming out of that huddle. We need to figure out what is going on on the other side of the ball. So that has to happen as well. All right, another opportunity for me to tell you, too, that if you want to be a sponsor of this program, reach out to me. Go to at Travis Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, on Twitter and say, hey, I listen to the podcast. I've got a product that I want to get in front of people. I want to get in front of young men, of men that are making decisions about the money, about where they want to go, about how they want to spend it. Keep in mind, the people that listen to the show are you, are me. It's guys between the age of 18 and 34 that make decisions like this. So if you want to get your product in front of those guys, Reach out to me. We can work something out as well. FanDuel's doing it. Why don't you get on board as well? So we can do that also. All right. Now, lastly, the thing that I want to talk about is what you do at the end of your tailgate. What is the, the what are we doing? We've we've talked about the brats. We've talked about the chili. We've talked about the wings. We've talked about a lot of the main course items. But you come out of the game. You're tired. Maybe you've had a few. You just want to relax a little bit and let the parking lot empty out. You're just gonna you're gonna re tailgate, which is something that I believe that I've pioneered over the years. The idea of you know let let's just do it again. Let's just wait for everybody to go, and we can have a nice drive home, and it'll all be easy and ready to go at that point. But you're going to need a few things to drink. Maybe you've had too much beer. You don't want to do that anymore. So maybe you're thinking coffee or maybe a little hot chocolate or something. But you still want to keep the party going a little bit. This is where it's important that you bring in your cordials, where you bring in your your after-dinner drinks. And I'm talking about brandy and Baileys and Kahlua, just the things that you can add to a cup of coffee or hot chocolate or maybe just on their own. Just pour them in there and kind of put the finishing touches on your night with all of that stuff. So very important that after you get your beer, maybe you got your Bloody Mary mix in the morning and all the things that you're going to do before, you got to have a little bit after too. So make sure that you put those after-dinner um, little treats as well. So make sure that you throw those into the cooler also. All right, that is going to do it for Locked on Rams. We're heading into week one of the NFL season. The Rams go on Monday night. We'll talk about, we'll see you again on Monday morning with the next edition of Locked on Rams, getting ready for the 2016 season. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hey, Locked On listeners. You already love our network of NFL shows, so why go anywhere else for the fancy football information you need to know for the 2020 season? You just need to check out Locked on Fantasy Football, hosted by me, Vinny Iyer. We're counting down to the season by breaking down players and teams every day. It's no-nonsense, straight-to-the-point, smart fantasy football analysis that has only two goals in mind, helping you dominate your drafts and win your league championship. That's Locked on Fantasy Football, only on the Locked on Network.